0: You're listening to The Bomb Bad Generals.
1: General. Oh. Hello, welcome to The Bomb Bad Generals. It's Seth. I'm here with Matt. The Man. only other co-host The Bomb Bad Generals <laughs> have ever had in our history. Yes, it's only yeah. been Matt, Matt and Seth, no other person. Mm-hmm. Uh just us. And so we're Grateful that you're listening. I hope you're having a a splendid Friday or whatever day you're watching this on. Um, Mm -hmm. But today we got a pretty we got a pretty spicy episode. Um, We're going to just touch base a little bit on some recent rules changes, um, form rulings that were announced. And then also we're going to talk about a little bit about local versus um, bigger global metas um, out there in play right now. Uh, But first, let's let's touch base on this uh, new rule changes, rule change. We're about a week late on it, but better late than never. It is a
0: substantial change. We don't want to overhype it, but it's pretty, pretty interesting.
1: Yes, yes. So this is on the uh, form rulings for Star Wars Legion on the Atomic Mask form page. Uh, the question goes, uh, hello there. In the claim section, page 39, it says, after a unit performs any movement, that unit's controlling player may c- pick up any claimed objective tokens and place them in base contact with the unit leader. Question is, if a unit is force-pushed, Who sets where the objective token will be the player who makes the force push move or the player who owns the unit? And it's responded with hello. If a unit is moved as a result of the force push unit card or any movement that units controlling player will place the objective token in base contact with the unit leader. This will not be the opposing player. Not the one who uses force push, but the player who included the unit in their army. So when any movement happens and you replace a uh, objective token, if it's that's your unit, no matter what effect happens, you place the objective token, no
0: matter what. So to be clear, what changed here versus how it was before, how it's been before isn't a change, it's not like it, the, ch- the wording changed significantly when we went to the CRB. No. What's happened here is that this forum ruling is reinterpreting what controlling player means. So previously, if you did a force push with someone, you were controlling that unit during the force push, you were the controlling player. Now they are defining controlling player as the person who owns that unit. They are the controlling player. Whether they are making the move with them or not, they are still the controlling player. That is what has changed here.
1: Yeah. So, like, in previous times, how, like, someone can use force push, they can move the objective token in base contact with their force user, and then cohesion happens. Now mm-hmm. what happens is you move the unit leader, cohesion happens, and then the...
0: no Before, forward. cohesion would always happen first. It's just yes. about who places that token, That's right? Fair. That's fair. So before... Yes. The best example, the two main places this comes in are hostage and recover, where one of the reasons Jedi were pretty good, you know, at this um, objective, especially ones who had force choke, is -hmm. that they could force push someone towards them, place the objective token next to their own, you know, next to the Jedi, kill the unit, force choke the leader, whatever, make them drop the token, and then you are right there already, so you can just claim it. Yeah. And now you can't do that because you can force push them in and outside of very, very special circumstances, uh, you're not going to be able to force them to place it in base contact with you.
1: Correct. Correct.
0: Which means that... Even Trish, if you choke you them, chop them in half, that you still have to then move up to that fort and then claim. So you're going to waste not waste, but like it's going to take more actions. You're not going to be able to do it that turn because it's extra actions. Someone from the opposing army could come and claim it again and just basically keep running away with it. Uh, so it's a it's a pretty big change. It is. Force it users is a could big change. still force push you close cohere you and then move into base contact with the unit leader and the objective that mm-hmm. still works um, but it's it's a little clump, clunky ear it is it's, it is it's a little more niche
1: yeah we're not saying this is i want to say this is a huge nerf to force users mm-hmm. i think force users just have to work around this a little bit more um, it's yeah. not necessarily like like i still think, I think force users are like the best in the game but
0: yeah it's i uh, i don't want to overhype this change but I think obviously the fact that we're talking about it, I think is like, we want to highlight it because it yep. is an important change um, because it does. It's, it's, it's continuing to chip, chip, chip away at force users. Right. Um, the deflect change. Um, Vigilance this, going know, up. Like, Vigilant, like there's just a whole speed going lot. Up. Yeah. Yeah. But even deflect, you, it's not really indirect, but you know, like this one's kind of in, indirect but it does hurt jedi and it's just chipping chipping away at the jedi and you know when you think about it what makes jedi you know worth the 200 points isn't usually that they're just killing machines right you can not really you could get three pike units for uh, you know not three pike units you could get like two fully loaded pike units for the cost of uh a force user and they'll do a, a lot of killing. User. Yeah, a cheap yeah. force user for sure. You, you can you can kill stuff. Force users yeah. are there to do tricks like this, right? Mm-hmm. That's that's where they get a lot of their power from. And the erosion of that slowly, I don't think we're there yet, but if it keeps happening, like there's gonna be a cliff that they just fall over, right? Yeah. Um and then it's just why am I bothering? So obviously force users are very Very good, um, so it's not like a little nerf to them is going to be the worst thing in the world. Yeah, they're still very good, they're in a lot of lists. But I think we have to make you know, if if, if force users are going to continue to be viable in the game, they can't lose everything that makes them special, otherwise, there's no point in spending 200 points on a force user. It's true, it's just not going to be worth it. Yeah, um, and when you look at after the objective change the objective deck is already kind of weird with it how is. blue player and red player changed and who wins tiebreakers and the objectives were not really built for that so it's those the hostage and recover were like a couple ones where you could actually you know feel good take a jedi and and feel good. now it's it's just weird um because now they they feel kind of different a lot of stuff's changing and it's just, It'll take some time to settle out. Maybe it will be nothing, um, but I think it's a little bit of something at least. Yeah, yeah. It's not just a choke issue too. Like a lot, you know, you, it's big on the guys who had choke, like your Octavators. Yeah. But Yoda would still love to force push you in and chop you up and then take your token, yeah. right? Like light side guys love it too. Um, mm-hmm. I've been doing that a bunch in my Yoda. Um, my Yoda Obi, Obi list for yep. ladder because I've been playing... I played Recover both games and that <laughs> trick was important. So I guess Cheater, we all found out retroactively uh, that I was cheating my way to They're victory. Once, oh again, once again, once <laughs> again.
1: Oh, but, man. Yeah. Any I other... Okay, So that that's kind of the facts of... Yeah. Like mm-hmm. how that, that ruling affects. Now there's other... I want to say feelings that we have uh, regarding this whole situation.
0: Yes. Yeah.
1: Yep.
0: Share share a little bit
1: about that.
0: I got a little tilted uh, right before... This is fresh. Right before recording because I was going to pull up this uh, ruling, which again, if you want to read it, is called Force Push and Claimed Objectives on the Forum from May 15th. Force Push and Claimed Objectives. Now... There was a follow-up to this, because people said, wait a second, if that's what controlling means, then there's a, a, an interesting case with Displace, because yeah. what Displace says <clears throat> is that the opponent of the, contr- the... Whoever's controlling the unit that displaces other units, the opponent of that controlling player gets to do the, the replacing of the displaced guys, right? Which... If you can't follow me, think of this example. Seth and I are playing. Seth has some dobacks for whatever reason. Uh, and I force push I force-push his dobacks over his stormtroopers. Before, I was the controlling player of that doback, and therefore he was my opponent, so he gets to place replace his stormtroopers. Under the old rules. Under the new interpretation of controlling player, as the precedent was set on force, push, and claimed objectives, he is still the controlling player, and I am his opponent, so I would get to place his Stormtroopers. If you if you follow the logic, the precedent, that AMG has set as far as what they have now interpreted controlling to mean. And then they came out with a forum ruling, because someone asked this on the forum and said, hey, well, then this is how this works. And they basically said uh nah it, it works the same way as before this will be made the meme phrase that everyone loves this will be made more clear in a future update yes right so essentially they just said yeah that thing we just said about controlling uh yeah forget not forget about it but basically we didn't think this through it's clear the 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 thing that concerns me isn't the change isn't the the nerf yeah. to force users because like as rule we change. said. It is what it is. It's a it's a bit of a tweak, but I don't want to overreact. To me, the big concern is it doesn't seem it's 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 a bit of chaos, is what I'm seeing. They what redefined they? Yeah. controlling without really thinking about what that meant. So either they always had these ideas and they really butchered implementing it into the into the CRB because they were not consistent in how they defined controlling, or they just decided, hey, this is how it should work. Redefine something, and then oh shoot, now, now that we've redefined it, this other thing happened. Right? And controlling always meant this other thing. That's why we've been playing it wrong for however long, four months since the CRB dropped. Yeah. And this isn't the first thing. Remember, when the <clears throat> CRB dropped and someone said, hey, what are green tokens we got a forum ruling saying hey green tokens include a standby and then a few days later we got a forum ruling saying uh never mind or the new crb said green tokens do not include standbys so clearly there's disconnects happening all over the place yeah. and how i really feel for the play testers because you know, I think unfairly people give them crap. And look, it's a hard thing being a playtester. Like, right? And I never I would never blame my policy. Never blame the playtesters, right? No, They're doing no. what they can. Yep. It's an impossible position to be in when if 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 LJ, the guy who said green tokens include standbys, if he doesn't know that now the intention is they don't. Do the, there's no way the playtesters would know that. There's yep. no way all the playtesters know and can actually play test and, and test that change. Similarly, they're using controlling in multiple different ways, changing it, but not changing it. How are you supposed to play test this to get a balanced game, right? And you know, what, <laughs> the forums are just re- redoing <laughs> rules, left, right, and it center. It's like, a, yeah. It's frustrating and it's really hard as a player because like obviously things changed, And we're trying to forget old legion and reorient ourselves to new legion but even new legion is not self-coherent it's not it's not consistent with itself
1: yeah it keeps changing like every rule almost every rules form yeah and it feels uh, and it, it just feels a lot
0: like they're flying with their seat by the seat of their pants and just going like and that just concerns me a lot right yeah that has me worried. I don't want to be alarmist, but I think, you know, it happened. It's just those couple examples. Maybe that's. Maybe it's only those two. Maybe there are more. I, I'm not going to comb through everything again and, and dig up old or whatever the yeah, expression yeah, yeah. is like. But like, it's you. You, you can't t- turn around and say we tested all these changes and. This is, we tested all these changes. These have been well thought through because clearly they're, it's that, that can't be the case. Yeah. Things are changing all the time and the di- different, there's no way that everyone is on the same page and knows what they're testing and what is actually going on. And yeah, that's, that's very concerning. So again, this is not me getting mad that. I can't do weird stuff on Recover the Supplies with Force Push. This is... A lot of... The rules are still a mess. It's still a mess. And the thing is, we don't know when the next big thing... That's just going to change like that.
1: We don't, In a forum
0: post ruling. That's the other thing. In a forum post ruling.
1: (laughs) Which we'll talk about in our future conversation after the break. (laughs)
0: Yeah. Yeah. In local metas. Local metas, indeed so yes. I tried to restrain myself hopefully uh, I didn't say anything too uh, <laughs> controversial now controversial or, or hurtful to anyone again not an attack on play testers I think they're no. in an impossible position you couldn't test this if, if no if, if it's not a clear baseline of what how things function you, you just can't test properly yeah but that's what I want to say I'm glad I found that. Just because now I now I know for future games that that particular interaction still works that way, even though mm-hmm. other things have changed. But yeah. <clears throat> ooh, now I I'm processing it still. I'm processing <laughs> it still. Yes. But that's that's my rant. I think did I did I stay
1: within your uh, your seven minute time no. limit for me? You went a little over, but that's okay. 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 That's okay. Yeah. Again, just to reiterate, reiterate, we're not. Don't don't feel us as salty people for because of like a one. Hey, whatever rule you can change. call me salty. Call,
0: call it call us salty. Call me whatever, whatever. you want.
1: Yeah. <laughs> about a, a specific rule change. That's not yeah. the reason. It's more of just like, hey, this is just yeah. an observation we're making about some things we're seeing. Uh, just like between the form rulings and the the CRB and everything, and just not it's not everything's lining up as it should be. <laughs> Um, especially because like in a miniature game like this, words matter a lot. And like yes. how you interpret words matter. And it seems like the interpretation of specific words are getting lost or changed. And that's affecting multiple different areas of the game.
0: Yeah. And when you change wordings, always a cascading effect.
1: There and is. it
0: is, you got to know what you're doing when you're doing that. When you change what a word means, because that word is going to show up in other places. It is. it's It's there's going to be a trickle trickle down effect true well with that oh man i said i wouldn't be i said i wouldn't get political and then
1: i mentioned the trickle down effect it's okay oh no oh no oh Oh, dear now we got controversial oh (laughs) Oh, man well with that we're gonna we're gonna take a break and we'll see you after our sponsors today's
0: episode is brought to you by sabaccstars.net Place a box online against real people and win big cash, but know your limit and stay within it. Don't stake a VCX-100 you don't have. In too deep? Call 1-800-THESE ARE NOT THE CARDS YOU'RE LOOKING FOR TO GET HELP. So, welcome back, and as we teased before the break, we want to talk a little bit about local metas versus, you know, the larger metas. Usually when you see people talking on Discord or whatever, you know, about the meta, usually we're looking at, you know, what would we expect to see at Invader League, at Adepticon, you know, the big stuff. And we've got a competitive season that's ramping into full gear here where you're going to have a lot of store championships that are, you know, competitive, but maybe 16 players, maybe, you know, 20 players. And, And when you get down to those more local metas you can get things that look very different than the big Adepticons and Invader Leagues of the world. So we just kind of want to talk through that as far as for me, you know, because it's something I'm thinking about, how am I going to approach these you know, Worlds Qualifier Store Championships am I going to be approaching them a bit differently with a different mindset than Adepticon? So I'll pose that question to you, Seth. Are you going to go in with a different mindset? What are you considering for local versus the big stuff?
1: So I'm Kind of uh, what I see is different locally than I see larger. Um, of course, my local scene is very competitive, especially when I get just the overarching Oklahoma scene. Like it gets very competitive. Mm-hmm. Um, so you, you, you will see like, you know, like a double dark list or like a blizzard force list. Like you'll see those every so often and occasionally. Um, but I am kind of under the impression that I like to build a list solid that will m- Pretty much no matter what list it'll come across, um, it can handle that, whether it be like in the Adepticon or whether it be like in a local meta. And in mm-hmm. local metas, you see a lot of jank lists. <laughs> mm-hmm. Like I've seen like I see a lot more like double airspeeder lists. I don't see that a lot in like global metas, even though I think it's a really good list. I see a lot of I've even seen flutter crafts. <laughs> You know, I I saw your head during the double airspeeder. It's
0: rebel (laughs) players always say T-47s are the answer. And I'm very skeptical. I'm always very skeptical.
1: They're not. Um, but but, that's beside the point. Yeah. Yeah. That's beside this point. And, um, you know we mentioned this a little bit before but like see a little bit more armor locally Mm -hmm. because everyone just honestly a lot of people especially your local tournaments like they just want to play like what they just recently painted Mm -hmm. what they feel like is best painted they're not like oh i don't want to go bring the uh the Mm -hmm. biggest list uh like the best list in the world they're like oh i just freshly painted this army like i want to bring this Mm -hmm. just because like they think it's look cool so you'll see like like i'm personally like i'm probably not gonna bring like a like a like a double dark list, just because I feel like you would see a lot more impact in like those jank lists, mm-hmm. um, different unique um local metal yeah, lists. Like list. And then
0: there's just some weird stuff. There right? is yeah. because you know, a lot of the time when we talk about certain lists, when you're looking at your your two, three day events, you're looking at, hey, can I win six, nine, ten rounds in a row with this list? And <laughs> At a local store championship, honestly, a lot of them, even with 16 players, they might just be three rounds because that's what you can fit in a single trade You yep. three, four rounds. So once that threshold is lowered to, hey, I only have to win three rounds, then a whole lot of stuff becomes viable. Yeah. Right. Because the the chances of just getting, you know, boned by variants uh, over the course of a nine round event well over three rounds you can go three rounds and and not have the bottom drop out Mm -hmm. right so that opens up list building a lot um it's kind of weird because i feel like in a local meta you're probably going to see less of the top meta stuff right yeah people are going to be a little less Generally, people are going to be a bit more set in... They run what they run, which means yep. you're going to see maybe a bit better spread of factions. You know, competitively, recently, we've seen a lot of the red save factions, Empire and Gar. But I think locally, you're going to see more of that Rebels, CIS. You know, you're going to see more of those white saves, a better, a better faction distribution. But mm-hmm. also, you're going to see less Blizzard and Double Darks, right? Not to say you won't see it. Uh, you might... Still have a couple, but it's probably not going to be at the same proportion as in a really yeah. big competitive tournament that people are traveling to. Yeah.
1: I also want to touch base. Like you may see, like because you know you have those people that oh, this just won the world tournament or something, you know, or just mm-hmm. won a and they bring that list, but they're not the. It's not the same skill level, um, mm-hmm. unless they're just like like, really good. I don't know yeah. what your local matter has. So you you're, you're like, you like can still handle those lists like a Blizzard Force list in mm-hmm. the hands of, like, a normal average player. Yeah, or, yeah for it's sure. There's manageable. a big
0: difference of if I'm preparing for a tournament and I'm like, man, I have to beat Kyle Dornboss running Blizzard Force, yeah. that's a very different calculation than I have to beat a pretty good local player Running Blizzard Force, <laughs> no right? <names>. Because <laughs> most locals don't have Kyle in them, yeah. Right, yes. A lot of locals don't aren't going to have anyone close to Kyle because he's just he's that good, right? And then so that is going to change things uh, when you're looking at local metas. So that's a really good point. So yep. it's it's kind of weird in a sense. You can almost say, hey, if I think there's going to be a less proportion of those lists and maybe I'm not as scared of them as I would be in the hands of some other players, I can just kind of not worry about them as much. But then maybe if if they're done well, your chances, because it's a smaller pool, your chances of dodging something and having someone else do your dirty work for you also goes down. So yeah. I might not plan for double darks because, like, oh, one of 16 players is going to run double darks. But then if I get to the finals, there's might there might be a pretty good chance that that player is running double darks. Yeah. Right? But at the same time, you know, if I'm a if I'm a double darks player, let's say, when I went to Worlds, my strategy was, hey, if I run into a six HH twelve list on day one, I can take the loss on day one because two ones make the cut, and then day two, I'm hoping that those lists got weeded out by other lists because they're less effective into non darks. Mm-hmm. In a local event, one I can't afford a one loss. You're you're probably going to go ex, have to go X and O, yeah, and maybe yeah. even win tiebreakers to win a local uh, event. Just because the number of rounds isn't going to be enough to do cuts and all that for most store, most store championship yeah. events, and then you know again. If a couple people have an impact skew, your chances of facing them go way up when the field is 16 versus 128, right? So it's it's different math and it's cool. It's, it's a different puzzle to solve. So as you mm-hmm. started out with, you want a flexible list that can take on a lot of stuff. All rounders are gonna be really good for you yeah. uh, in a local.
1: They are, they are. But sometimes I've also seen that really niche lists or yep. have done really well just because like big skews, big skews just really don't like. Mm-hmm. I I know I of a Han Tauntaun list that did really well in local met, in local tournament that I had a few months ago. That I was yeah. like I did I, like I personally would not expect this to do well, but it it did. Um, I've even seen like a like I think it was the last one I went to it was like a an Obi Wan list like went mm-hmm. really well. Um, and just went 3 and 0 i was like shoot come on yeah. you know um but like in like you know a thing like a Gen Con or a deptacon like that's not going to go that may make go like 3 0 like day one or something but mm-hmm. like you, it's not going to like last the whole it's tournament. probably not going to go 6 and 0 it not. might go 5 it, yeah. and 1
0: mm-hmm. which is great but it's yeah. not enough um and i think two one of the big things that you see met, you know across different metas is knowing kind of the activation counts, I feel like that can change. Yeah, that's true. You know, we're talking like very localized metas, but if you bring it out a bit, from what I've seen and what I understand, something like the UK has a very low, has a much lower activation count.
1: Especially, yeah, with the pass changes coming out. Yeah. Yeah.
0: So like you see, you know, uh, Dave Grant, Lila Claire, like six, eight activation lists. You know, not everyone's going to be running that over there, but somewhere like that, they might have a lower activation count where you're... Condensing your forces and having fewer but tougher units uh versus more but uh less, you know, but a bit more flimsy. So yeah. knowing the activation count, <laughs> you're probably gonna see a lot more nine act lists locally. It's true. Um, which maybe gives you more confidence that hey, I can go to nine acts or eight acts, and I'm not and it'll be okay. Or maybe it makes you say, hey, you know what? I really want to push for a 12-act list. With my double air speeders, because then I can get like last, last, last. Like I just have a whole lot of (laughs) activations up on them. Yeah. So I I think because of this, it's I don't know if I can give any really straightforward, solid advice other than just get a feel for what people like it to run. Don't hard meta into into something too hard. Don't do that.
1: Don't be that person. Or don't
0: be like, hey, this one player. You know, this, the best player in our local, he likes to run X. So I'm going to build a counter list to that because he still has to beat everyone else. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Um, Keep it in mind because, yeah, you want to make sure you can get you have some tech. But like, that's what it is. It's tech. Don't skew your whole list to beat one archetype.
1: Yeah. I would also like to add that um, I've noticed kind of in at least in my area, they've been like, I was playing with the top, one of the top players in the local um, down in Oklahoma City, where he, like, we were playing a game. It was, we were both 2 0, and we were mm-hmm. playing in the finals pretty much. Uh, and he was like, We were playing Sabotage the Moisture Evaporators on advanced positions. And I had the advantage um, as mm-hmm. the red player. So I made him come to me. And he he made the comment, it was like, Man, this is the first time I've placed like a play style like you because you place conservative, because everyone, like, Specifically my local They want to move up And just shoot Like their whole mm-hmm. goal Is just to shoot 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 And like do a lot of gun lines And just stand and shoot Aim and shoot um, But try to take up Take out as much dudes Where I'm not that play style I'm like I'm just gonna play the objective And that's all I'm doing You know <laughs> Like mm-hmm. yeah. um, So he was like That's a totally different play style So each like local meta Has different play styles To where like Oh you'll see a lot more gun mm-hmm. lines You'll see a lot more I, I feel like you won't see A ton of objective players <laughs> um, I, I think feel like you see. a little bit yeah, Depends. no, I would agree. Um, but uh, that's a little bit more rare of a player just playing yeah. the objective. Um, I know because uh, um, it kind of feels good just to like roll a lot of dice mm-hmm. and just take off oh, models yeah. on the board. Like it just feels good, you know. So, yep. pew pew um, pew pew indeed. Uh, so, like local players have those, like local metas have those playstyles. But like in the global side of things, like you need to have a plan for all the playstyles. <laughs> like, yeah, it's just, and
0: I think. That's a really cool point because, you know, let's say I'm going to – I'm traveling. I'm going to drive six hours to a place I don't usually play in yeah. to play this um, this store championship. I might not be able to get a feel. You know, I could ask them, hey, guys, what do you guys usually like to play? <laughs> yeah. They're probably going to say, yeah, no, no, we're not telling you, buddy. Yeah. Uh, we like to play uh, – armor skews, and then they don't uh, do not do that at all, right? Yeah. Um, so, I think in that circumstance, just what I would do, I can only speak for myself, do what you know, because you yeah. could have that exact same thing where it's like, hey, what you know best might be what they don't know at all. That's true. Um, and then you can just show up and you know it. Having that knowledge and that practice advantage is big. When it comes mm-hmm. to things like how a list works, you know, the interactions in it. You know, maybe they haven't seen an interaction before, like pull the strings to get your um, Commander Vader disembarked out of your Gav tank on t- after it double moved. Or maybe they haven't seen your play style, you know, a conservative play style or a all about the objective play style. Yeah. Uh, or maybe they just haven't really seen those objectives, right? I think there's probably some metas that play a lot of bombing run breakthrough and then there's yeah. probably a lot of metas that don't see that and then it's like oh no i have to play these i don't want to do that i haven't played this in like six months i've played yeah. it three times in the whole or well, the whole of legion so you know doing what you knows best will often give you an advantage and can make up for some shortcomings in list building yeah, the game isn't going to be decided in almost all cases. It's not going to be decided by your list building. So don't get yep. too hung up in that. Focus yeah, a lot on making sure you know what you're doing, and that you can execute that to the best of your
1: ability. Yeah, play to your strengths, not your opponent's weaknesses, is, is what I would mm-hmm. say on that. It's just, I think that's just a good key, just for the game in general. Is yep. I know Matt plays does this a lot. I do this a lot. It's just playing to our own strengths, um, whether it be like your objective deck, your um, like turn zero to you know list building is like you always just play to your strengths and because you just you know you yourself of course like if a new unit comes out or like uh you get a new faction like try it out like get into it dive into it uh and learn it um and i think that'll also help you in the long way because i know matt he he learned he i think he played like every faction (laughs) like almost one to turn it with every faction except gar
0: Yeah, so I might I might try guard some store champs so until so I can get that off my yeah. off my table.
1: Um, yeah, but yeah, learning those different factions I think also helps you in the local scene and mm-hmm. in the global scene as well.
0: Yeah. yeah, Legion. Just generally, my philosophy on Legion, how I come to it, I think it's a lot about capitalizing on the mistakes your opponents make. Yep. Right. Everyone's gonna make mistakes. Whether it's, you know. Guy at your local, or again, to say him again, your Luke Cooks, your Kyle Dornbosses, like they're gonna make mistakes. Everyone firsthand. makes mistakes. I've especially IRL. Uh, and I've made like, mistakes. Yeah. If you know your list, you're gonna minimize your mistakes. Right? You're gonna minimize your mistakes, and you might know better how you can attack, you know, make take advantage of your opponents. Rather than I have a maybe a better list for this matchup. But I'm not as used to it. I'm going to make a mistake that they can capitalize on. Or I don't quite know how to capitalize. Even though the math is better for me, I don't really know, hey, they've done this. Here's how I can uh, attack that. Yeah. So that's just general Legion philosophy. For me, it's about attacking your opponent's mistakes and minimizing your own. So knowing your your uh, what you're doing helps a lot with that. That's good. That's
1: good. Yeah. I think that wraps up our conversation. Go.
0: I think that's it. I, yeah. It's a nice, quick one. Back to back to old school uh, generals. A nice yeah. half-hour episode for the folks.
1: Absolutely. So we're still yeah. we're still waiting on the points um, yeah. points update. Hopefully, we'll see some mm-hmm. spicy changes there. I love, change. yeah. I love change. I love change. I think it's a good thing change? for the game. Oh,
0: it's it's great always. for the game. I'm always I'm hoping it happens because then I can try something, I, walk into the wild west and maybe it won't be a situation we just talked about know your own stuff and eh, maybe it'll be a situation the change just happened and no one knows anything and those are fun situations too always
1: yeah um yeah,
0: yeah. and as we say like tr- we haven't done you know we haven't had guests or tournament recaps for a while tournament season is getting into full swing we've got a lot that we're going to try to hit up in the next uh not hit up as in go to necessarily but get people on talk about it so we kind of want to at least from my perspective over the course of the summer i want to see how this meta grows and evolves and what kind of things are doing well what the next big thing might be so uh a lot of interesting stuff coming it's going to be a fun summer
1: it will it'll be a fun summer so stay tuned, mm. stay tuned. and stay gungan
0: this has been the bomb bag general.
1: Listening to Bob Bad Generals is not scientifically proven to make you a better Legion player. Side effects may include bad dice rolls, misfigures, triggers, aim losses, bankruptcy, divorce, vomiting, and sudden death. Ask your doctor, if Bad Generals is right for you.